you and I are no longer strangers and sojourners, but we are fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God, built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Christ Jesus himself being the cornerstone, in whom the whole structure is joined together and grows into a holy temple in the Lord, in whom we also are built into it for a dwelling place of God in the Spirit. My childhood fantasy world was populated by cowboys. I loved them all, but my favorite was Gene Autry. To this day, one of the things that I look forward to every year is listening to Gene sing Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer at Christmas, right? If you're my age, I'm sure you'll remember that cowboy heroes like Gene didn't shoot to kill. They shot the bad guy's gun right out of his hand. And they did it shooting from the hip. With time, of course, I came to understand that it was all make-believe, that Gene and my other heroes were acting, that it was entertainment, and that was okay, too. Today is a devotee of the murder mystery, both literary and cinematic. I noticed that frail actresses who appear to weigh about 98 pounds regularly defeat large and powerful men in hand-to-hand -hand combat, which I think is about as unlikely as my cowboy heroes. Fast drawing and shooting the guns out of the hands of bank-robbing desperados, disarming but not harming them. You see, there is fantasy and there's reality. And it's crucially important to be able to distinguish one from the other, to know which is which, because fantasy is malleable, but reality isn't. Recently, a friend of mine sent an article to me that's highly instructive in this regard. It's short, and I'm going to read the whole thing to you. Transgender mixed martial arts fighter destroys female opponent. Critics are scrutinizing mixed martial arts competitor Fallon Fox after the transgender fighter gave her opponent a concussion and broke her eye socket. Fox defeated her opponent, Tamilla Brents, by technical knockout at 2 minutes 17 seconds of the first round of their match. Brent's eye injury resulted in a damaged orbital bone that required seven staples. In a post-fight interview this week, Brent's told WHOA-TV, I've never felt so overpowered ever in my life. I fought a lot of women and have never felt the strength that I felt in a fight as I did that night. I can't answer whether it's because she was born a man or not, because I'm not a doctor. 
I can only say I've never felt so overpowered ever in my life, and I am an abnormally strong female in my own right. Fox's grip was different, Brents added. I could normally move around in the clinch against females, but couldn't move at all in Fox's clinch. That's the end of the story, but not quite the end of the story. Fallon Fox's real name is Boyd Burton, and he's no woman. Yet poor Tamilla Brents just can't figure out why he's so much stronger, so much more powerful than she is because she's not a doctor. Tamilla Brents got beaten up by reality. What's an issue here is not just a fight between Boyd Burton and Tamilla Brents, but between reality and fantasy. And in fight after fight, reality is the loser as it was in the post-fight interview I just read to you. Moving from the absurdity, really, of that story to something gravely serious. We all know that on Thursday, four unarmed Marines were assassinated by a Muslim jihadi, Mohammed Youssef Abdulaziz. It is one more horrific and horrifying event in a long and growing list of acts of terror carried out by Muslims on American soil. Afterward, Navy Secretary Ray Mabus was quoted calling the terrorists' act insidious and unfathomable. Now, in case you haven't looked up unfathomable lately in your dictionary, Unfathomable means difficult or impossible to understand. Was Muhammad Yusuf Abdulaziz act unfathomable? Hardly. Makes me wonder where Mr. Mabus has been the last 20 years. Because these things have been going on since the Reagan administration. There is nothing unfathomable about it. Perhaps, like Tamilla Brent's Secretary Mabus needs a doctor to explain what is to him an apparently mysterious event. Or maybe he desperately wishes that it was mysterious. When I was 15, my friend Jean Wilcox's mother passed on a bit of proverbial wisdom. If wishes were horses, she told us, beggars would ride. Or as Flannery O'Connor put it, the truth does not change according to our ability to stomach it. Tamilla Brents might wish she didn't know why Boyd Burton could dominate, overpower her, and beat the daylights out of her very quickly. And Secretary Mabus might wish that Abdulaziz's actions were unfathomable, and he might wish that we believed that. Personally, I've always wished I was a decathlete, but dressing me up in a tank top and shorts and taking a picture of me holding a discus won't make me one. It's not a very good image, is it? <laughs> but there are worse, as we know. We, you and I, all who believe and are baptized have been built into a temple 
not made with hands to be the dwelling place of God in the spirit. And because this is so, we are called to embrace reality and truth, no matter how attractive or seductive fiction and fantasy might be. We are the temple of the living God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, because Jesus Christ offered himself on the cross, and there is nothing more real than his crucifixion. St. Paul reminds us, we have been brought near to God by the blood of Christ. The Lord died and was raised from the dead so that we could know what was real and what wasn't, what was true and what was false. He is, remember, the way, the truth, and the life. And truth and reality are synonyms. Our Lord said, if you continue in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. We live in a time and place when we are encouraged every day to believe that we can conform reality to our fantasy, that fiction is preferable to fact, that there is no truth, and that everything is theater. But our Lord calls us to live by the truth and be bearers of the truth in the midst of the world because he is the truth and he has chosen to dwell in us. He has chosen to have no other shelter in the world at all except you and me. He has made us his house, his shelter, his temple in the midst of the world and wants to fill us with his light and has promised us that his light is a light that the darkness of illusion cannot overcome. Amen.